Dozer, how you doing, buddy? I'm uh, doing good. Ready to see y'all and beat you one more time. It's gonna be good. Best two out of three wins, right? Yeah, we got the rubber match coming up, and you know, Dozer, a lot of the people, you know, a lot of the pundits in college football were calling for this rematch, you know, in September after Clemson rattled off three top 15 wins. But Dozer, we got a, uh, you know, you actually called this one uh, back in January. Yeah, I might not look it, but man, I know my football. And uh, I knew it was going to come back around. Dabo's a good coach. Y'all have got Deshaun Watson, even though y'all say he's not Deshaun Watson. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Plays <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays. Um, playing. So I knew it was going to come back around. Uh, the only difference is we're going to win this time, you know. We gave you that one. We had to let Dabo win one. So when we hire him after Nick Saban retires, it, we had to have a national championship coach. So it's all ba- It's coming back around. <laughs> it's all the long con. Um, all right, yeah. well, we will definitely get into the Sugar Bowl matchup preview here. Um, in the meantime, though, what have you been up to this season? Understand, um, you know, you live in the Houston area, right? Yeah. Um, got a little wet, but uh, things are going good. Been doing a lot of traveling. Been in a lot of time in Oklahoma, so I know how bad all those people are. Uh, but things are going good. Uh, it's We're just looking forward to some football. That's all we really need. 100%. Well, Sticking with the Oklahoma theme, why don't we start actually this discussion with the Rose Bowl? And uh, let me ask you off the bat, um, I'm going to set the over-under at the number of player arrests next weekend in L.A. at five between these two teams. Where do you sit on that spectrum? I think it's going to go lower than that because they're better at hiding it than that. So it's gonna, they're going to have some good babysitters keeping all the trouble to the hotel where they can get away with it into like the, the sanctioned parties. So I think arrests are going to probably be around three if we get that far. Right. Baker Baker's probably going to run from the cops one more time, uh, and we'll see. What, uh, somebody's probably going to steal a couple laptops. We'll see what happens. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, you know, Oklahoma. You said you spent a good bit of time there. Um, if they do happen to pull this game out against Georgia, how well do you expect them to travel to Atlanta? Uh, they're going to travel as well as they can, but the problem is, is there's going to be no tickets for them. Uh, 
they're going to have to pay an arm and a leg to get into that stadium because after Alabama wins, we're going to go back there. We missed our second trip to Atlanta already, so we got to make our second one. Should have been three trips. Two trips is enough, I guess. Uh, so we'll we'll travel, buy all the tickets. Um, plus, like, if somehow y'all pull it off, don't know how oh, yeah. that's going to happen. But if y'all pull it <laughs> off, y'all are going to travel better than Oklahoma. Yeah, I feel like either the the teams in the Sugar Bowl are gonna, definitely going to fill that stadium. Not to mention Atlanta is a, itself, you know, a, a kind of a big event type of city, college football kind of, you know, headquarters, if you will. So a lot of demand for those tickets. Interesting to yeah. see how well OU travels. Uh, so Oklahoma does come in with the worst defense in the history of the playoff. Do you think they'll have any luck stopping that Georgia ground attack? No, um, they're going to have no luck. Baker Mayfield, I still think, is still hung over from the Heisman. Uh, not like a like the theoretical. No, like he was been drunk since he won the Heisman. <laughs> I think they started practice last week, so he probably so- sobered up a little bit. Um, I think Georgia's going to run away with that one. They don't need good play out of their quarterback by any means. They just need to pound it and pound it and pound it and wait for Baker to do something stupid uh, and get a 15-yard penalty, maybe even ejected this time. So I I think Kirby, a.k.a. Nick Saban Light, you know, like a a Bud Light or Coors Light, not quite as good as the original, but fine nonetheless. He's going to win that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll definitely touch on Georgia here. I actually found, uh, this is interesting, found on social media today, there was a leaked disciplinary guide coming out of the Oklahoma locker room um, for uh, kind of the, the offense and then the, you know, what, what the player has to go through to, to, to make things right. Uh, so domestic assault with no video, um, the player needs to run two laps around the practice facility. Uh, domestic assault with video, you know, with footage of the event, uh, they have to run stadium steps. And then for resisting arrest, um, that penalty is they take away your Nintendo Switch for a week. Uh, so just <laughs> heads up there on what's going on at, at OU with discipline. But it, what do you think it would take for a player to get dismissed from that team at this point? Um, probably an Andrew, Aaron Hernandez situation or like double uh, murder. Or single, had a pl- single might do it. Double Or like we had a player a few years back. His name escapes me, but he got arrested for being the biggest Coke dealer in, uh, in the city. So like something along those, like a large vice bust or a double murder, I think right. is what it's going to get you off the Oklahoma team. What about uh, killing a bald eagle? Was it attacking? I feel like you'd use the, it's coming oh. right for us. It's yeah. coming right for us, Ed. <laughs> that defense, and you're set. Got it. Um, well, they I'm can keep sure, that in mind. I'm pretty sure Trump would arrest him, but he wouldn't be kicked off the team. Got it. Yeah. He might still suit up on the sideline. Did somebody kill a bald eagle that I'm not aware of? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of either, but we will. Yeah, it wouldn't okay. surprise me, right? Um, Bunch of commie, pico commie bastards is what they are. Uh, yeah, and it, you mentioned the Georgia team. You know, Kirby Smart's there doing his thing. Um, they're strong on defense. Do you feel like so? You do feel like in that game they're going to control the clock and they'll be able to keep up with the OU. Is that right? Yeah, they're gonna. Alabama likes to do, and that's because again, Kirby Smart is just copying Nick Saban every step of the way. And I don't blame him. He's the first coach that's done a decent job at it because they keep hiring away the assistants thinking they can do the same thing. He's the first one that's given it a good, a good shot so far. So he's just going to ask his quarterback to do nothing except for occasionally throw a third down pass. And he's going to tell his defense, make them one-dimensional, take yep. away the throw, make them run, and they'll get a couple turnovers. Um, Oklahoma might get a special teams play here or there, but I – 
they're just going to follow the blueprint that Alabama has put forth on how to like take care of the dual threat quarterback other than last year's national championship or whatever. Uh, they have a very, if your defense is good enough, you just hold on to the ball as long as you can on offense and let your defense do the rest. Yeah. Georgia's definitely getting a lot of hype at the moment about, you know, the season they've had, that's been good. That's translated into a lot of hype over their recruiting class. You know, Kirby's doing work there. Um, and it's compelling to me because what was really holding Georgia back all those years under Mark Richt was the talent. <laughs> I think they've been doing fine on talent for a while now. Yeah, to Old me it's Mark, like... I just think this wasn't, wasn't it the best. Even though he's turned around in Miami as best he could. Uh, my question on recruiting is, what the heck, Dabo? We thought you were a nice guy. Talking, throwing shade at Urban Meyer? Like, what was that all about? He didn't deny it. Um, you know, fair is fair in recruiting, man. I'm not sure. Uh, and you know, I just did, I didn't take him for that type of guy. <laughs> well, frankly, I mean, all he's doing is stating facts. Like Urban Meyer's longest tenure at a school is five, six years at this point. You know, he's he's about to crest that mark at Ohio State. So we're we're due here for some type of, you know, emergency or you know, some other type of exit plan. He's just stating facts. Yeah, Nick, Nick Saban hasn't given him a heart attack in a couple of years, so he'll stay a couple a few more. Because he's it's it's too easy for him at Ohio State right now. He's probably not going to leave. But again, tip of the cap to old Dabo. It's nice to see him get in the mud a little bit. Yeah, you know, doing what it takes. Um, you know, it's nice to uh, see us pull, you know, another another top player in a state. I think that made five states this year. We took the number one recruit. Um, but, you know, restocking the cupboard. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of this early signing period. Uh, I'm, t- I'm co- towing the company line here. Me and Nick, we both say <laughs> it's wrong time to do it preparing for bowl games you can't really get your whole crew in behind it it's just not right just not right yeah we can touch on that with the tide and any other parting thoughts on this rose bowl game i mean it's you know this is this is always one of my favorite games of the year to watch they do a great job with the video production of that game it's just scheduled too close to our game so it's gonna be tough for me to (laughs) Uh, fully focus on this thing it'll be interesting to see which team travels better because they both have to travel a long way to get there um I think it's probably going to be Oklahoma because I think they're they're not going to count their uh, chickens before they hatch. I think they're going to go to that one. George is probably sitting there thinking, "We'll wait to Atlanta." Yeah. Uh, when we can just drive to drive to downtown, like you know. So I think I think it's going to be a lot of Oklahoma fans leaving depressed. Yeah, we will see. I, I think you might be right. Um, I think the Georgia where their strength is. I don't know that Oklahoma matches up that well. That said, if Baker gets loose, you know, it, it could be a long day. And if Jake Fromm's going to have to put this team on his back and, you know, win from a 14, 17 point deficit, it could be interesting. Baker um, can outrun a 35 year old fat white guy in, a, in tactical gear. I think he'll be fine. I think Georgia will be fine. Definitely. Uh, well, why don't we flip it over to the Sugar Bowl? This one's the nightcap on New Year's Eve coming up. I'm sorry, New Year's Day uh, coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your plan the, to watch the day, this game? the day the bowl game should be on? They all they should move them to yeah. one, January one makes way more sense. But I agree with you. I you know I, I need to think through what day of the week these fall on this year. But I actually feel like they're cramming way too many games on that day. Like let's I agree with you. No New Year's Eve, but uh, especially not the important ones. Uh, but let's let's spread this out a little over the ensuing days. You know I think they're packing it all on that Monday. Yeah, I also don't understand why they lump it in it's like you have like a month to get ready for your playoff game and then you have six days or whatever to make it to the national championship like, yeah that's that's not it, it, it makes zero sense to me but i'm right. not a big wig 
in Indianapolis <laughs> or whatever, you know, calling the shots. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, as as, I'm not political enough for that stuff. <laughs> I think that's why they need you. Uh, it needs <laughs> no BS. Um, what What is your plan to watch the game? I, I imagine you're not going to make the trek out to uh, New Orleans. No, I would love to, but uh, the first little dozer is uh, due too close to that day. Can't really make it out. The plan is to sit on my recliner uh, and do nothing that day. People can come if they want. If not, I'll just sit there, sit there in my Hawaiian shirt, watching the tide win. Um, my wife will probably come in and out of the room just to keep track to see if she needs like how big of a bottle of bourbon she needs to bring me at the end of the game. Yep. Make sure still still breathe in when Clemson gets goes up by two scores, etc. <clears throat> uh, okay, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, well, yeah. It's, so what? Do you, like, what are your predictions? Who who do you think is going to be your X factor in this one? Because last year it was your Jim Rat, coach's son, you know, scrappy receiver. Who's it going to be this year? Yeah, I mean, I I actually think last year the certainly Hunter Renfro had a wonderful game two years in a row against Alabama. Uh, scored another pair of touchdowns um, and made a key tackle. I think he actually that was the play of the game uh, <laughs> last year. Uh, was I forget who picked the ball up? If it was one of the Williamses, but. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I think X Factor this this year, at least on the Clemson side, um, it's such a cop out to say Kelly Bryant, but Kelly Bryant's actually able to our quarterback make things happen with his legs, uh, similar to how you know some of some of Alabama's toughest opponents this year did. I think it could be a long night for the Tide, especially with the thin linebacker core. Um, What's you, the best defense y'all have seen all year? I'm sorry, I've not done my uh, sabermetrics research before this. I'm been a little busy but like what's the best Stevens y'all have seen all year yeah uh it's auburn uh auburn tigers okay. are you familiar with them today slightly a little bit um slightly yeah i uh, forgot i forgot y'all played those booger eaters <laughs> we did indeed um yeah so auburn pretty solid d uh, we also played virginia tech who they've got like a top top five top six defense um and did okay in their in their place uh on offense there but um, yeah, I, I feel like Clemson certainly is battle tested. Uh, Miami also has a pretty solid defense too. Um, no, because I was just because I think our linebackers are getting healthier, and that's really been our our Achilles heel all year. Is our linebackers? We lost a lot of sideline to sideline speed just through injuries, but we're getting a couple of guys back. I think that'll be able to let, allow us to dial up the pressure and get in uh, your little freshman's head. Mess with them, mess with them a little bit. So I'm hoping that, because that's really what it comes down to is you're gonna have to, your quarterback's gonna have to beat us. Your run game's not good enough. No offense, but it's just not good enough to win the game for you. So it's gonna have to be him making plays. Mika Fitzpatrick, especially, gonna come into the game at 100 percent. Factors back. So uh, I I think we're gonna you're gonna see uh, see some stuff you haven't seen all year. Yeah, I feel like certainly Alabama impressed with the powerhouse offenses they played this year. Colorado State, um, you know, LSU, those kind of offenses are. Did you see what we did to Vanderbilt? <laughs> Vanderbilt. Yeah, you see what we did to Ole Miss. Yeah, we we did we put some hurt on some people. Okay, underrated, <laughs> underrated, underrated teams there. But yeah, we kind of just knocked the wheels off of them. You know, like Florida State, they came in really hyped. We knocked the wheels off of them. It's. We you play Alabama, then your schedule goes to junk the rest of the year. It, that's what it's. It's a curse we have. So like you look at our schedule, our 
strength of schedule, all that stuff, you're like, oh man, this isn't that great. It's because we hurt the other teams too bad. Yeah, they get the hangover effect themselves. Um, it's more yeah, of me, like CTE, but we'll call it a hangover. <laughs> uh, let me ask. I mean, you know, looking at that gauntlet schedule y'all have played, what is the Alabama's best win on the year? I was trying to kind of figure that out. Alabama's best win. That's all of them. Um, I don't know. I probably LSU. Tough to pick your favorite, right? It's kind of like your yeah, kids. It's like, yeah, it's like, what's your favorite gun? I don't know. I love them all. Right. Uh, what's your favorite beer out of that L- six pack? Uh, the first one, always yeah. the first one. <laughs> uh, but I'd say LSU. They turned a corner this year after losing in Detroit. Um, but you can't can't look at her, you can't look at the history. I look at the foot going forward, and no coach has ever beat Nick Saban two years in a row. So I hope Dabo didn't Hugh Freeze do that. I believe Hugh Freeze did that. Maybe not in a bowl game. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> that stat was good until Hugh Freeze beat us two years in a row. That's right. <laughs> uh, damn. It. Well, I do want to. We can talk a little bit about kind of coaches in the future. I mean. You first, you, you kind of have to admit it's a little sad the Alabama infatuation with Dabo. I mean, you guys are doing all you can to attract him, inviting him to campus for ceremonies, you know, during our bye week, um, and even hiring an offense coordinator Brian Dabble. Um, just you know, well, you can, we can get rid of him. That guy has been the biggest disappointment of any of our assistant coaches, and other than Major Applewhite, like we've been doing pretty good on offensive coordinators since Saban messed up and hired Major. But this is the first guy that I just been. We haven't. Nobody's matured on offense. It's just the same stuff. Hertz has not gotten any better. Yeah. That that the drunks did a way better job last year, and then like on defense, Jeremy Pruitt's mailing it in right now, and that's fine with me. The guy really, he's been no Kirby Smart. Like. Yeah, I feel like of all. This is the. This of is any the coordinator, year we've had the worst assistant coaches. So I'm disappointed. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, of the kind of. Of either coordinator that was going to leave early for for a different job, or he hasn't left early, obviously, but who's going to kind of be one foot out the door? I feel like defense and a Nick Saban team, you know, that's one you you can potentially kind of gloss over a little bit. Yeah, I I'm just hoping that we hire like somebody, some fired ex coach and rehabilitate his career like we did for Lane, old Joey Freshwater. Part two would be great <laughs> for me. Because this guy, he needs to stop having kids and start focusing on coaching some football. Uh, it's just, it's a mess. The offense, thank God we've got five giant men in a stable of running backs, or we would we would have probably gone six and six. Because our pass offense has just gone nowhere quick. Yeah, it's really, uh, to me, it's Calvin Ridley and a bunch of no-name pass catchers. And, you know, when you talk about X-Factors, it's really addition by subtraction for Clemson with O.J. Howard no longer there. Um, so <laughs> to me, it's, it's really – I'd, I'd love to see Clemson's game plan be shut down Harris, shut down Scarborough as much as is humanly possible. This is cyborg Frankenstein. But uh, yeah. if you can, you can do that, make Jalen Hurts beat with his arm. I like our game plan there. Oh, man. Don't worry. Jalen will – big game Jalen is what they should be calling him. He's going to wake up. Don't you worry. He played pretty dang good against you last year. Uh, and that was after not playing that good the week before. So I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, load the box. Put eight in the box. After he gets sacked like the third time, he realizes, oh, I got to get rid of the ball quickly, and he'll score. It's how we won the Mississippi State game. 
He got sacked a couple times. He's like, oh, wait, throw from where the pressure's coming from. Boom, touchdown. <laughs> so he's a, he might be a little slow on the uptake sometimes, but he'll get there. Don't you worry. You touched a little bit on uh, assistant coaches, and I want to ask you, this is a Nick Saban question. First of all, how do you think his Mercedes dealership is going? And if his head of service, let's say, at that dealership has a really good year, no customer complaints, people get their cars back quick, you expect the Lexus dealer down the road to hire him? Yes. Mercedes dealership, highest grossing in the South, four quarters in a row. He's destroying it. He sold out of his special edition vans in like a day. The guy, the guy knows customer service. He knows what the customer needs, always gives you a straight deal, no haggle pricing. It's great. Highly recommend it. Um, we'll see how he service, can reload. Yeah. And yeah, they, Lexus is, our, I think they already hired away his general manager. If it wasn't them, it was the Audi guys. Like, mm. he just knows, he knows how to bring in talent. And when you're a proven winner like him, people just try to steal away your commodities thinking they can repeat. But uh, it's, a ver- it's a rarity because most of those people are just coached up by Saban to be as good as they are. So as soon as they leave, they don't have that support. All goes down from, from there. Kirby, we'll see how he goes next year. Right now it's looking like a flash in a pan, but we'll see. Yeah. I think that's, until proven otherwise, I think that's where my, my mind is on Georgia. You know, SEC East, not exactly the greatest year um, from, from his contemporary teams. They handle their business. Uh, but we're we're sort of exposed by Auburn. So, uh, you know, if they are are able to make it past the Sooners, I still like the winner of the Sugar Bowl. Probably going to be Clemson. You know, I like our shot against Kirby. Oh, is half the Alabama team going to get suspended or something? No, we'll take the starters I, on. Okay, because I'm sorry. I just don't – they're coming in – Alabama's coming in angry. They've got an extra week of rest under their belt. Y'all to play in that championship game. So there's been rumblings that Nick Saban threw the Auburn game, knowing that he needed to like to get his linebacker course healthy. So I'm just saying, like, it's the fix all was in once. Then, once you saw the center flub three snaps in a row, I think that yeah. that was your telltale. They greased the ball, you know, like they buttered the ball. Yeah. Nick used his own tube of sunscreen on that. Makes sense. Uh, Nick you know, Saban he, doesn't wear sunscreen. That's for weak folk. He doesn't burn. Okay. It gets a little crispy, doesn't burn. They don't use sunscreen in the West Virginia hills. Rub a little coal on it, you're fine. Sunscreen may not be his thing. You know, you could one could say finishing seasons, not really his thing. You know, really this bowl season shenanigans, the playoff, et cetera, for Saban, it just is, eats into recruiting. You know, it eats into his time of sorting through which guys he's going to gray shirt or whose offer he's going to rescind at the last minute. Uh, hey. So he, the, the heck with the bowl season, according to Nick. Gray shirts still are still on the team in like two years if they don't fail out. They're still part of it. Okay. They, it's not his fault that they're not as good as he had hoped. Okay. Or that somebody better came along. They should have just done some anti recruiting. It's on the player to get the other kids not to sign up. Like he has to shoot a shot. When you're a three star and a five star is like, hey, I've decided to flip, three star is going to be seen that shown the door. Okay. That's just how business works. Indeed. Like the guy just runs like he runs, he runs his football team, like his Mercedes dealership. It's all about the bottom line. And the bottom line is five star, four star, three stars. If we have to. Well, speaking of finishing seasons, uh, 
I know this is not a reality. You Great expect segue, by the way, because we were talking about finishing seasons there. If the Tide fall to Clemson, that will be one title in the last five years with three of the four losses happening in New Orleans. If this goes down, are y'all officially boycotting the Crescent City? Yes. So, little known fact, they are not allowed to drink when they go to New Orleans, but they're allowed to gamble. So I think they're all just into a bookie. They go to Harris, they lose too much money. Some nice gentleman's like, hey, shave I'll a few you. points. Mm. We'll, we'll forget this. So that's probably what it is. So if we lose this one, we'll probably move the game to like Shreveport or Baton Rouge. We do well in Baton Rouge. Going to Baton Rouge. Is, yeah, so I'll agree to that. If we lose it, boycotting, moving the game to Baton Rouge. Our Mobile, why not bring it to Mobile? Like they can host the Senior Bowl. They can host a playoff game. Last question, Dozer. Uh, Alabama loses this game. What was the okay. X factor? What caused that loss? Um, Nick Saban had a heart attack. Jalen Hurts blew out both ACLs. Uh, and then our English as a second language backup throughout his rotor hair cuff. That's the thing. If we lose Jalen the Republic of Hawaii, I believe. Yeah. He, he yeah. speaks Mona or whatever. He's very, English. Isn't the best. Huh. Uh, but yeah, we got him. So we lose Jalen. He has to throw out a rotator cuff. Nick Saban has to have a heart attack. That's how we lose. And you need your kicker to win the game. No. No. I'm pretty sure one of our linebackers could kick extra points. We're fine. Um, My question for you is, how badly is Clemson going to lose by? Uh, Las Vegas, I I need to go back and look at the spread. I think Vegas has an Alabama victory. I I mostly know the, let's see, Alabama-Clemson point spread. Last Uh, time I looked, it was three. Last time you looked, it was three. Okay. Um, I'm going, I'm going Clemson by seven. That's my prediction here. Um, and I, I actually feel like there's gonna be more, more point score than, than everybody thinks. Yeah. I'm going to go on over. Cause I think the over is in the fifties. I would bet the over. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think it's going to be big points. Um, Alabama by 11. I would say 14. Double digits. I'd say 14, but going 11. I think that's a safe bet. Y'all are going to kick a field goal. We'll score two touchdowns, and then the rest will just be a wash from there. Um, the other question is, how many sacks is Alabama going to have? I'm saying six. Six sacks of our quarterback. Yes. Interesting. Um, Clemson, very good very good offensive line preventing the sack. Kelly Bryant, very elusive. Um, I'm definitely going to go under the six. Um, incidentally, Clemson leads the country, Clemson's defense, in sacks and tackles for loss. Um, they leave the, the, the nation in, or they're second in the nation in tackles for loss of power five teams. Uh, so I imagine Jalen will find himself um, on the, the soft Superdome floor occasionally as that, well. Again, that's a part of the plan. He's got to get sacked a few times and then he realizes I got to throw from where the pressure is coming from. It's all a part of the plan. Question is, does Brian D- Dabble understand that? Is he? Yes. Cause again, that's how he won the Mississippi state game. Literally sacked twice in a row. Then he's like, Oh wait, throw it to pressure touchdown yeah i think the difference there is mississippi they, they state figure it out mississippi state's running with the 20th 25th best defense in the country um clemson's up in the top two <clears throat> so we will see we'll agree well, to disagree on that point. yeah well mississippi state's an sec defense you gotta remember sec differences are the best no matter what i take kentucky defense over florida state's defense any day of the week because they play in the sec this year 
toward the end of the year, I think you'd be right, right to think that. Um, although I believe it's a Stoops who's running that defense, same as with Oklahoma. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how much you can trust that. But um, all right. So, so what, what what are we putting on the game? Good question. Last year we was I got to take I got to take control of the podcast if we won. If not, you got to ask me questions that you never have pub- have yet to publish. So we're, right. we're hoping they're coming out. It's in the hopper. It's in SoundCloud on private, ready to go live. We got to time it properly, clean up the audio. That one's ready to go. I won the wager last time. Um, Let's think of something. Okay. How about either way, there will be a podcast. Of course. And Bama wins. You're going to set the agenda and host. And if Clemson wins, you need to come on within 24 hours of the game. We'll do another one of these. Okay. That and a six-pack of a good local local beer. beer. Yeah, good local beer. Sounds like All a right. plan. It's on. Dozer, thanks for coming on. I want to get your prediction, though, for the national title game. Two questions. You're predicting Bama, Georgia. I need the final yep. score of that. And number two, what does a lower bowl ticket go for? Okay. So, Bama, Georgia in Atlanta. Score is going to be 31-27. Alabama, of course. Uh, lower bowl ticket, pushing 800 bucks. Cheapest lower bowl, eight hundred bucks. I think it's going to be three to four your, times that. <laughs> Actually, cheap, yeah, hell, just, yeah. Let's it's do the new, it's the new stadium. Get, yeah, yeah cheapest getting the door will be eight hundred. Eight hundred bucks, okay. yeah. Yeah. So lower bowl, yeah, you're you're looking six fifteen hundred bucks. Let's say lower bowl fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, I I think it might even be north of that. I think you're gonna have a lot of Georgia people uh, mortgaging their future to get into this game. Oh yeah, those dogs, they don't. They don't know much about anything, but they know they they got to watch it while it's good because it won't be good for long. That's what I'm saying. They don't know when they'll get back. So expect them to pull out the stops um, and get to that game. Well, uh, good catching up, man. We will we will be playing here in about 10 days. We will have you on the podcast in about 11 days. And I uh, appreciate you making the time. Let's get number one live. We'll get number two here out immediately after that. Thanks for coming in. Uh, coming in. All right. Thanks, man. You got it. Take it easy. family it's not it's not this is not for just us this is for the Taj Boyds the Stefan Anthony's the Grady Jarrett's the new cop can Sammy Watkins y'all built this y'all started this foundation and all we did is build upon it and we finished it it's been 35 long years Clemson y'all been waiting 35 years it's finally coming home baby it's coming home Yeah, we've got the rubber match coming up. And, you know, Dozer, a lot of the people, you know, a lot of the pundits in college football were calling for this rematch, you know, in September after Clemson rattled off three top 15 wins. But you actually called this back in our first interview back in January. Yeah. They call me the guru of the oh, – that's bad. Let's just cut that. That was bad. <laughs> it, I didn't know where I was going with that. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> we'll start that one over.